Hey now! What up, everybody? Y'all know what time it is! Episode number six coming at ya! We got a whole lot to talk about this week. It's going to be a long episode. Um, I'm going to try to keep it around, um, hopefully, under an hour. Um, yeah, it's probably not going to be possible. So we'll say under an hour and 15 minutes. Got to give a shout out Spotify, YouTube, um, all the platforms that we're using. You guys are making it happen. We got 985 views on YouTube, so 15 away from uh the 1000 mark 74 subscribers 68 downloads on spotify in just uh two weeks podcast page on facebook we are up to 93 members we just started that last week to try to keep some of the traffic down off of rod's uh facebook page for ccd uh coles county facebook page so if you're not on the podcast page on Facebook, it is just CCD Podcast. Look it up, uh, join, and you can see updates, uh, games. And matter of fact, we're going to go live here shortly to give away some money. So you want to be a part of the CCD Podcast Facebook page. We're going to do a trivia question uh, every week. So give away a little bit of money. Speaking of money, CCD Annual Grad Sale. Uh, over at the Advent Building Center in Coles County Fairgrounds, July 13th, 14th, and 15th. All proceeds go to the 2022 Indy Bracket Finals team. So, obviously, this is a pretty big deal. Susie's over there working, and she's, you know, throughout the year, she's selling 50-50 tickets, trying to raise money for us to go to CC, or go to Indy Bracket Finals for free. I mean, sometimes if you don't raise enough money, the racers have to pay a little bit of a fee. So, um, big deal over there for the CCD annual garage sale. Go over there, check that out. Try to help us raise some money to pay for our bracket finals team this year. Advertisements. Talked about this uh, last week. You know, if you guys have a business or want to shout out any of that stuff, um, contact me. I will. It's, you know, a little quick shout out. You want know, somebody want to give a shout out to or whatever. Uh, you know, 25 or I mean 10 bucks, 15 bucks, generally just 10 bucks. Um, the uh, advertisement for a business, if you really want a good layout, I'm charging $25 for that. And none of that money is beneficial to me. I'm using this money to expand the show. We're giving it away. Matter of fact, I'm doubling up this weekend or this week. I'm giving $50 away tonight on the podcast. I actually am just going to match the $25 that I got for a sponsor uh, this week. And you know, I've already got enough from another sponsor uh, for the next two weeks. And those sponsors are Five Bugle Barbecue and Nolan Bartley Racing. First of all, Nolan Bartley Racing. Okay, so I got a message the other night. Uh, Josh Bartley, somebody I went to school with, sends me a message, and he wants a shout-out on the podcast. He said, how much for a shout-out on the podcast? I said, ah, if you know, you just want a shout-out, then, you know, 10 bucks. Uh, you really want me to, you know, talk it up? you know talk your kid up on you know the podcast you know 25 he sends me 50 says how about you decide first of all i'm like whoa 50 dollars you know you don't have to do that buddy and he's like you know what this stuff is expensive as it is right now racing and the economy and i got the money i'm trying to just help out any local track any of the local racers 
whether they're over here doing what we're doing or you're over across the street doing what you're doing. I'm here to help. So, you know, obviously that's, you know, huge, huge thank you to Josh Bartley for throwing that out there. Um, and you know, for Nolan Bartley racing, I mean, that's just freaking awesome. You know, I went to school with Josh and I'm gonna tell you something about the Bartley boys. Wasn't none of them handed anything. They've all worked their ass off to get what they've got. And I tell you what, I'm proud of Josh. Josh, you know, he's got a great career. He's a great father. He's raising, you know, his kids. And and he's just, and I couldn't be more proud of Josh. He's doing an exceptional job. And I always knew that Josh would be that way just because of how he was raised. I thought, you know, there's he's not going to hand his kid anything. Um, I'm sure that kid is out there working on that race car just as much as Josh is. Matter of fact, Josh told me that night he was out on the road. He was in, um, I want to say Kentucky, maybe, Louisville area. And he was FaceTiming his 11-year-old kid and and helping him set the car up Nolan's 11 years old he's got several track championships um in the wing go-karts in the last couple years he's only been driving for three years the kid's unreal I mean he's I've seen results he's he's beaten you know drivers like Braxton Bush which is Kyle Bush's son he's been in a few shows with Braxton and and finished better than Braxton he's finished better than Dale Earnhardt grandkid Wyatt at a couple races he's just a wheel you know wheel man for 11 years old the kid you know and he runs it all um, he's running uh, wing clone, outlaw wing carts, run what you brung, wedge carts, wing sprints. Just got in the sprints. It's sixth night in the sprint car last week, and he won his first heat race, finished second in the feature. Um, so, yeah, the kid's just talented. And, and, you know, with a little bit of backing, he could really go somewhere. You know, that's pretty cool when you see a kid of that age in our area. You know, he's racing right down the road from us over at Charleston. Um, in the, the sprint car series right now and and he's just tearing it up for 11 years old he's got the concept and his dad actually told me he would like to drag race he just doesn't know anything about it his dad doesn't know much about it so junior family junior parents you know this guy might need some help he wants to build a drag car i told him hey you know what it's pretty competitive over there in the junior division but uh the the junior parents are always willing to chip in that's one hell of a group of people right there the junior the junior parents so um you know anyway yeah nolan bartley just uh on a tear for his age he's you know he's got some sponsors out there i'm gonna throw out there for him um mark kaufman at the depot bar in hammond and saragorda travis horn tip windows and doors Brad Cleveland, um, Cleveland Grain Systems, and Ryan uh, France with France Motorsports. Um, so there you go, Nolan Bartley. Uh, I appreciate you guys so much for you know throwing us money, and we're gonna do something awesome with that money. And I'm sure everybody, all the listeners, appreciate that much. I might uh, just repay it and uh, buy you a set of tires or something because uh, I sure do appreciate it. You help us out, I help you out. I appreciate that again uh, to the Bartley family. This week's episode brought to you by Five Bugle Barbecue. This stuff is awesome. I drive a semi. I love barbecue. Some of my favorite food. Anytime I see a barbecue joint, I stop and I get barbecue. And I'm going to tell you something. Five Bugle Barbecue is up there with some of the best. They have amazing food. Curtis takes a lot of pride in what he does. It's an art form to him. Just like drag racing is to us, it's an art form to be able to smoke all that meat and prepare a nice, good-tasting meal for all of us he enjoys it so much he's just a guru of barbecue and um you know i talked to him on the phone this week for a little while and he's an awesome guy to talk to them guys over there are such they're they're the nicest people you could meet 
I know how many times they've given my kids something, you know, a popsicle for free or, you know, this just this week we were up there getting some food and, you know, they came over there and gave my kid a, a free bottle of uh, bubbles. He was out there having a blast playing with the bubbles. So I can't even say thank you enough to those guys. They're wonderful, wonderful people. Um, you know, Curtis, has got a, he's got a cook-off, uh, Smoking Rods Backyard Barbecue in Dalton City coming up in July 31st. I believe he's hosting that and you guys want to go out there and show some support. Um, but these guys are doing some pretty neat stuff over at Coles County. And, you know, I'm trying to help them out as well. We're doing the gift cards. Um, you know, Curtis has got this idea that, you know, a lot of drivers don't have time to go up there and get food. You're double classing, um, you're, you, you know, triple classing, some of you, or you just don't have a vehicle or a pit vehicle to get all the way down there to get food. So they bought a golf cart and they're getting a phone and they're going to start doing call-in orders. You can be cleared at the big end of the track, just pull off the track and have a big old thing of loaded nachos waiting on you or, you know, loaded baked potato or just, you know, anything, brisket sandwich. They are going to do a delivery service. I don't know if that's started yet. I'm sure when it does start, you're going to hear the info from Rod Veland. I'm sure they'll have it advertised up there at the concession booth at uh, Five Bugle Barbecue. But I just think this is awesome. It's not something that's been offered at Coles County Dragway before by any of the other vendors. So, you know, you, you get out of the car, you want something cold to drink, you want, you know, a sandwich or some nachos or a potato or mac and cheese or, you know, cowboy beans, any of that stuff. You call the number. Curtis or whoever's working over there is going to pick the phone up. They're going to take your your order down. They're going to bring you your food. You're going to pay them cash or a gift card if you've got one of those. And you don't even have to leave your pit. It's a freaking awesome idea. So hats off to those guys for coming up with that. If anybody was paying attention the other night, I posted a trivia question on the CCD Facebook page. What does Five Bugle stand for in Five Bugle Barbecue? And the winner was Holly Pickens. She knew it. It's basically the insignia that the fire chief wears. It resembles a five, kind of like five stars. Um, that's where they got their um, name from, uh, Five Bugle Barbecue. But anyway, we can't, we cannot say thank you enough to Five Bugle Barbecue throwing up some money this week for a little bit of a contest we're going to have just here in a little bit. Uh, we're actually going to be going live here shortly. So uh, i got a trivia question for everybody, and this week I'm doubling it up. They put up $25. I'm putting up $25. $50 goes out to the winner of this week's trivia question. Before we get into the trivia, we're going to go into a little bit of results. Uh, sportsman this week, Ellis Booth. We're going to talk to Ellis in a little bit. He's going to call in one of our callers. He gets the win. Second win of the year. He, uh, he beats Caleb Kaywood, runner-up. You know what? Jesse Fritz had a chance to take Caleb Kaywood last week in the pick a winner, be a winner. I tell you what, Caleb just about got it done. Although Jesse went with Kim Niemeyer. Um, but Caleb, showing that he can be there. He 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 can be there when it counts. He runners up. He's a um he's a rookie this year, I believe, or maybe he was a rookie last year. I believe he might have been rookie of the year last year. Uh, so Caleb Kaywood, awesome job. He red lights his chances away in the final. Uh, but Ellis Booth gets it done, moves up in the points in the sportsman class. But we'll talk to we'll talk to Ellis a little bit later about that. Super Pro Jim Treat also going to be a call and guest this uh, tonight on the show. Uh, we'll talk to Jim a little bit about his win, but awesome job. He was thirty nine total in Super Pro. Uh, Tim Weaver fifty four. So um, yeah, you know it was a little bit of a close race. Could have been you know Tim's a little bit better up front. He could have won that race. Semifinals Corey Butler. Uh, oh by the way, Tim Weaver. You know Sarah Weaver 
one in her dad's old 77 Vega a couple weeks ago, about a month ago. First win of the year. And I, you know, I talked about it in that week's podcast. I just couldn't believe how awesome that was. It was, I was so happy for her. I knew it was only a matter of time before she got it done. She's not there this week. She's off doing Sarah stuff, you know, horsing around. <laughs> Get it? She's on a horse somewhere. But anyway, uh, Tim's like, you know what? I'm taking your car. Uh, and he goes down there, puts her in the final, and says, move over. I'm ready to run this car. <laughs> he, I talked to Tim. I, I was really happy to see him. He, he, he had a good time. He was having fun this weekend. You know, Tim's had a rough year. He's had some stuff go wrong, some bre- st- uh, stuff breaking on his car. Jumps in Sarah's, and it just goes to show you how good of a racer Tim Weaver is. He gets in a car that runs a number. He can, you know, he's ca- just as capable of winning as anybody down there. And he proved it this week. Put her on, put her in a final, and uh, just, you know, couldn't be more pr- proud of Tim for uh, not getting too discouraged and just, you know, a lot of people have had issues in the past, you know, breaking stuff and just give up. And, you know, obviously he, you know, had a little bit of a help this week with a, with a good hot rod to get behind the wheel of. And, you know, that, that was awesome to see him get into the final. But uh, hats off to Jim Treat. You know, Jim Treat won Super Pro foot breaking it. You know, I don't really honestly know for sure, 100%, when the last time somebody won Super Pro off the foot i want to say brad talbert brad talbert was a bad dude back when he raced every week i mean the guy could just and he didn't use no button the dude was off the foot and he'll, he'll still race off the foot even if he's got a button in a car you know he was offered somebody's car a year or two ago i think it might have been fishers and you know hey you using that button hell no i ain't using that button he said i think it's just you know adds a little icing to the cake when you beat these guys off the foot so I, I don't know, don't quote me on that, but I think Brad Talbert was the last time somebody won Super Pro Class going off the foot. Uh, so that's just one hell of a job by, you know, Jim Tree. That's awesome because Jim's had a few, you know, issues this year. He's worked through them and picked up his first win in the Super Pro Class, and he's moving up into points over there too. Um, but we're going to talk to him later. Uh, semis, I said Corey Butler. Corey had a little bit of a struggle early in the day, but got, you know, got it figured out. And got down to the semis, had a good day in points, and, um, you know, awesome job to Corey. He seems to be in the money about every week. Pro class. This guy is on a mission. Max Lang wins pro class. Second time he's won this year. He beats Jim Chittick in the final. Uh, Max is 54 total in the final. Uh, You know, and, and, you know, Chittick was basically mathematically eliminated from the get-go. But, you know... I tell you what, Max is just on a tear. I've raced Max like five times this year, and I'm pretty sure he's gotten me like three or four out of five. He's just on kill mode right now. He's moving up in the points. You know, you look at these pro points, they are getting very tight. Very tight. It's getting very competitive. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Jim Chittick with the runner-up also having a pretty good year this year. He won a couple weeks ago. I don't know, three or four weeks ago. He's having a pretty solid year. I mean, he's moved up to, I believe, fourth in the points. Um, you know, Jim Chittick has been racing at Coles County now a couple years. And, I've, you know, I feel like he's had some issues where he's just got, you know, his confidence is down or he lets stuff mentally get to him. But right now he is rolling. Um, you know, eventually Jim Chittick is going to be one of them guys that you're just looking out for in the lanes like, uh-oh. 
you know, Jim's over there. I, I hope I don't race Jim. He's getting to that point, and, and he's proving it just by, you know, being in the top four at Coles County in the pro division. That's saying something because that's a tough, tough class. Semifinals, Bill Lyons, um, you know, also uh, a really good racer in pro class. He's, you know, had some really good career highlights. He hasn't been doing it long, but I think the first race he ever won was a 10,000 over at US 41, which is actually going on this weekend. Uh, if you're not doing anything this weekend, uh, US 41's having a couple 10Ks. So shout out to Steve Keys on that one. A little free advertisement for you. I'll be there. So me and my dad and, and I'm sure Bill Lyons and um, Andy Romine and Austin Romine and several other people. Uh, should be a good time. But uh, Bill Lyons with a runner or a semi-final in pro. Uh, shout out to Bill uh, for an awesome job. A good weekend for Bill. Quick eight, Denny Katz. He's 35 total up front. Bill Bosler goes red. Uh, semi-finals, Larry Zahn and Tim Weaver. Tim Weaver was on a tear this week. Had a lot of fun. I was just clicking on tons of wind lights. He gets in the semis of the quick eight. He gets in the finals, super pro. Uh, you know, Sarah, you might have to start uh, fighting for that car a little bit. Tim might not, you know, be working on it as much if you don't let him drive a little bit more. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Tim Weaver, awesome job this weekend. Junior dragster class, Jace Willenberg. I believe this might have been Jace's first win of the year. I don't know if this is his first win ever, but um, I'm a big fan of Jace Willenberg. I think, you know, the kid's pretty cool. Got an awesome ride, and, and all the Willenbergs are. I, I've, I've been around the Willenbergs all my life. So, you know, of course, you know, they're a couple of my favorites because, you know, I grew up racing with that whole family, and I like to see them guys have success. So awesome job to Jace Willenberg. He ran Wyatt Scales uh, in the final. Wyatt having a good year. Kinzer Lee with semifinal. And uh, by the way, Jace Willenberg was completely zoned in in the final. He's 10 up front in the final. That's better than every single one of our big car class finals, <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure. So that's that's freaking awesome. Jace Willenberg goes 5-10 in the final. He's not scared. He's not backing down. Get some of that. Ray Evans, consolation. Cruz Lee with his first ever win. Uh, I believe that is his first ever. Um, he's 19 up front. You know, he's not scared. Come get some. Uh, Cruz Lee getting his first win. Uh, the Ray Evans consolation winner. Runner-up, Max Scott. Max is having a good year. I've talked about Max quite a bit. He's a young kid. He's getting into it, and, and he's starting to have some success. And I look for him to make a, a big impact on them points um, later on in the year. He's just going to keep getting better and better. Uh, Aiden Lawson with the semifinal in the uh, Ray Evans consolation race. So I'm going to go into uh, a little bit of detail about this weekend. Um, last weekend, we had a lot of positive feedback. I had a tremendous amount of positive feedback on the episode. Uh, several people told me it was the best episode they listened to yet. I hate to say it might have been because there was a little bit of drama. I mean, because that's not what we're about. I'm not trying to, you know, create a mess or a storm on here. Uh, but, yeah, there was a little drama, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago at Coles County. There were some traction issues, and, and Rod got on um, Facebook Live and cleared up some rumors because, you know, when, when there's some traction issues, people start talking, and then there's some rumors flying around, you know, and, and we cleared, you know, Rod cleared that up on his Facebook, and, and I, I just basically talked about what Rod talked about. And, um, you know, and then I rambled on, for, you know, speculated a few other things and, and you know, just, just gave out some opinions and, and was nothing – um, I wasn't accusing of anybody of anything. I just, you know, I get on here and I ramble on. 
uh, about certain things. And, uh, you know, we got positive feedback. And I just want to say that, you know, I'm on here to be honest. And there was some traction issues. And, and there were some other issues that I thought, you know, needed to be addressed. Um, I talked about Greg Tim. And you know what? <clears throat> you know, Rod t- called me. And he said that he had listened to the podcast and that, you know, they thought that, you know, he just got off the phone with uh, Renegade um, and talked to some people over there about, you know, some stuff that they might have been, you know, not doing right and that they were going to try this weekend. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I thought the track was phenomenal this weekend. I don't know of anybody that had major traction issues. I thought what they did worked out perfectly. Uh, my car was just killer. Everybody's car that I know that you know I talked to was killer. Um, Andy Campbell's car, I believe, worked really well. And, and uh, I mean, if anybody knows the story on Andy, he lost control a couple weeks ago and you know uh, got disqualified for crossing the center line uh, just because you know the track was not good. He lost you know some traction, tried to save the car. Car got a little squirrely, and you know. The rest is history. But his car worked. I raced him a couple times this week, and and he didn't have any issues. Um, You know, I I know of a couple that had issues. Kyle Hancock had some issues in his car. And you know what? Kyle is really (laughs) – that car is nasty. It is ridiculously fast. It's a small tire car. Um, So, yeah, you know, if it's not perfect, if if you're not racing on the most perfect surface – you know that car is maybe not going to work. Uh, Tim Muchow, I, I, I think he spun a couple times. Um, you know Tim's been fighting his car a lot this year and the track, and, and I think with the improvements that were, you know, how drastically the track improved from last week to this week, I think it's only going to get better. And I believe Tim's car will work uh, eventually. They're going to, you know, they they learned some stuff this week. And they can build on that. And I think they can get it to where that track is just perfect. I think, you know, it could be phenomenal. Just anybody can come there. And for the most part, anybody can come there. I mean, like I said, I only know of two people that had issues. Um, It would have been interesting to see some of the other people. I I know Mikey had a lot of trouble a couple weeks ago. I'd like to see maybe if his car would work now with some of the stuff they tried. Because, like I said, I thought the track was phenomenal. I touched on Greg Tim a little bit uh, last week on, on on some stuff that I thought he might be able to do better. And, you know, Greg didn't take that personal. Greg come and talk to me uh, Saturday this week before the races. We had about a 15, 20-minute conversation, and, and we discussed it. And you know what? I felt like I was racing at a totally different racetrack this weekend with how fast it was and how smooth it was and how there was no... I just felt like there was no nonsense. It was just rapid fire. And, and it's not rapid fire like one of them deals where they're just trying to get the show done and they're they're really rushing you. I just felt like it w- it it ran rapid fire just because of how smooth it was. I uh, felt like, I mean, I'd back into the water box, you know, pull forward. The cars in front of me would take off. And it was literally just one, two seconds, just quick glance, and bam, we're burning the tires down, getting ready to stage. And then the next cars are coming onto the track. It was really, really, really well ran, I thought. And I I mean, hey, you know, I wasn't trying to put Greg down, uh, Greg Tim down last week. And, and I think he knows that. I, I, I said some good stuff about Greg. I just thought, you know, you know, bring it to his attention and see. And it might help when he's got other people up there helping him. 
Uh, but I really thought that it was phenomenal this weekend, and I thought that's how it should be ran every week. And, and sometimes you just can't do that. Sometimes when you're having issues, um, you got to take a little extra time to look at the track. But I thought the track was on kill mode, and I thought the staff was absolutely excellent. All right, so I told you guys that uh, we were going to have two callers this this week, um, Trim, Jim Tree and Ellis Booth. I'm going to go ahead and go to the phone lines. I've talked about as much as I can talk about uh, in a short matter of time to try to keep this um, fairly you know, reasonable. This is going to be a little bit longer of a podcast just because we do have two interviewers and we have quite a bit to talk about with those two drivers. But we're going to go ahead and get to the phones right now and interview our first guest. All right, so this week's guest on the CCD podcast... Uh, he picked up his first win this year, and it's not really uh, your typical class that you would see Jim Treat winning in. It's Super Pro for the first win of the year. Jim Treat, how you doing, buddy? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Good, man. All right, man. Uh, so you're you're last year's pro champion, and uh, you come out here. You're running pro this year, obviously, uh, but you decide to step it up into Super Pro. What was the you know what was the decision to to run up into Super Pro? And not only are you running Super Pro, you're a foot breaking Super Pro. So a lot of people wouldn't even waste their time. But you're like, you know what? No way. I'm I'm gonna go after this. And you're running Super Pro. You started out running some sportsman and Shane's car. I think that wasn't working out so well. So you decided to just stick with the Pro and Super Pro. But why the decision to run Super Pro this year? Just you know, get your thoughts on that. Well. A lot of it has to do with like the ET brake. I wanted my, I think my stripe driving needs some work. Um, so well, I started challenging myself with getting some faster cars chasing me and dragsters and trying me trying to judge it a lot better. Absolutely. You know, Blake Hooper's always oh. swore that if you're going to start drag racing, every person that wants to learn how to drag race should get into like a 12 second street car, street car. And just try to you know drive the stripe for a couple weeks against faster cars to learn how to do it. But yeah, that's I mean I I agree. I, I I've ran Super Pro a hand, handful of times, and when you're the slower car in Pro and and generally you are, it makes a you know you you go into Super Pro and you get a better feel for them really really fast cars and you'll more practice. So I mean, but you know what? Just just getting into Super Pro class just to try to get better. And you're actually sitting there in the top five of the points. I think you're fourth in Super Pro right now, uh, possibly. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's saying a lot, you know. And, and like I said, I said earlier in the podcast, I can't remember the last time somebody has won Super Pro class foot breaking. Um, I, I went back and I thought maybe Brad Talbert might have done it back in the day. Uh, but I just, I, you know, you, you not only you won Super Pro, but you won King of the Track. You raced uh, Max Lang in the runoff. You know, you 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 were struggling a little bit this year. I know I've talked to you. I talk to you every week, and um, you know you you kind of seemed a little down. What you know? What were you struggling with, and what did you do to figure it out this week? What changed? Well, uh, we started off the year with kind of like a, a fuel system issue that was really it's kind of hard to find. I mean, we went through things in the off season, and just I don't know. It ended up being like inside of my fuel pump being absolutely filthy that we just missed i guess so the car was just inconsistent um, basically yeah a lot of it was down track everything up front was great but down track it just it was all over the place and we just couldn't figure out what was going on so, so you guys well, obviously got that figured out i mean yeah you, 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 so. 
you had a good weekend. You won Super Pro. I mean, did you feel like everything went smoothly this week for you guys? I mean, you know, not every time you win, you know. I mean, I'm trying to sum up. I mean, there was a lot of drama that went on during the day. Did you feel like anything was different for you? Uh, did you feel like you had to change anything this week? Um, I know the track was a lot better for me. I don't know about you guys, um, whether you thought it was better. Uh, they, they did a few things different with the Renegade. Just give your thoughts on what you thought, how the show ran um, this past weekend. Um, <clears throat> like staff-wise and show how the show ran, I think it was excellent. Um, I think the pace was really good. I did too. I think it was absolutely top-notch. I agree. Um, I don't. My car was excellent. Um, Sixty foot times are varying between lanes, but a little bit. Yeah, and I think you know Rod is not shy. He will admit that it is a little different from lane to lane. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just you know I had some struggles this week. I thought you know it felt a little different to me, but I you know what everybody goes through that. I mean, every racer can go down to that track whether you think you know your spot on the tree or not. There's times yeah. where you just can't find it. I mean, I, and and yeah, but I just absolutely. wanted to get a few opinions from other people. And I thought that this weekend, I mean, yeah, they had a short, small car count, but you know the pace was excellent. I thought mm -hmm. the track was excellent. There might have been one or two people that I know of that you know had some issues, but you know it's the typical people like Muchow has always had issues down there, and and I think he's just got to do some you know stuff to his car. And then Kyle Hancock, that car's just completely nasty, and and when it does work, it's excellent. But that's a really small yeah, tire absolutely. car. But I just I wanted to get your thoughts. Yeah. My both lanes, my car was picking up the front tires a little bit. It didn't. It doesn't much, but that's. Hey, you know what? That's a good issues with traction. That's so. a good sign. When your car's picking the tires up and mine not, and mine's not, that's a good sign. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, my car, my car doesn't usually generally pick the tires up, but you know, it's it's a, a big old heavy car. But I thought the track was excellent. You know what? You 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 have a lot Incredible. of support down at the track. Um, your family, your your dad. How, just talk a little bit. You know how how important is your dad to your racing operation? Man, he is like, I would say, like the backbone to it. I mean, he's he keeps everything upright. That man, I can literally, I he doesn't. He's never really bracket raced in his life, but I I can tell tell him if the car just did this, it would help me up front on the tree a lot easier. And this man can just boom, he comes up with, hey, I'll we try this next time. And that's what kind of what he did this past weekend too. He said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna just give you a little more back brake. See if you see how it works for you. See if you can stage a little bit better. Yeah. And that my my staging was the best it's been all season. I think that really contributed it's, to it. So it's pretty awesome just, to get your family involved in something like this. Especially, you know, I get the privilege of racing with my dad every week. And and there's a special bond that's built, you know, when you're going down there and spending time at the track with your family. I know you 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 know, your wife is super um, supportive of you. Um, a matter of fact, Absolutely. I heard her down at the end of the fence. I was loading my car up, and I heard, whoa, that's my boy. And I'm like, turn around. I'm like, yep, Treat just won. <laughs> and, yep. and she is just, you know, awesome to be around when you're winning rounds because she gets really into it. Your whole family's yeah, down there and being supportive, and I think it's awesome. Who really got you involved in, you know, you haven't been bracket racing for, you know, ever. I Back when I used to come down there a lot, I took a, I took a break. But I can't, when I came back, I'm like, who the hell is Jim Treat? I, who is this guy? This guy knows how to race. Like, where did he come from? Who got you into this? sport really i i had here's how how it kind of worked i had a 2006 mustang that i drove every day 
And my dad and I, we've, we've found out there was a drag strip. We've lived close to here for a while. And it's like, man, it's a drag strip. Let's go run your car and see what it does. Well, we went out on a Friday night. And then Rod had convinced me to come out and try Novice Street out. I did and kind of got hooked. I won once in Novice. I ended up blowing the motor up, driving back and forth to work and stuff. And I said, well, let's just go, Dad, let's just see if we can build a race car. Yeah, you know? so, it's addictive. It really is. That. And that's why yeah. I love the novice class because somebody comes down and doesn't really know about it. It doesn't take much to get addicted to this stuff. Um, yeah, absolutely. I've just it was always, fast. yeah, I've always wondered, um, you know, who who really introduced you to it? Uh, you, on a personal level, you got any other hidden talents that we don't know about? Uh, play guitar pretty well. I thought you were going to say that. I've seen you on Facebook. Yeah. I knew you played the guitar. Do you play a little bit of drums too? I believe, don't you? Yeah, I can play drums. Yeah, so a little bit of musically kind of stuff inclined. I've done for a while. Just yeah, a little bit. Uh, let's just okay. So Coles County, they're closed this weekend. What's what's something you'll be doing? I mean, are you going to go race somewhere else? Do you got any other hobbies that you enjoy to do other than racing? Well, we had kind of tossed it around because we're getting a new converter put in this week. I, my converter has been way too tight all season. That's been the biggest, I think, one of the biggest parts of the problem for me. But we got a new converter coming for it, and we're considering going somewhere Saturday. I'll tell you I'm not what. sure if we'll end up like Benton or something like that. but Yeah. Ben will be running. I believe Terre Haute's running. I think Ellis, uh, we'll be talking to him later on the podcast, too. I think he's going to Terre Haute. Um, a US 41's got a big one over there. So there's plenty of other options. I just, you know, i just curious, you know, I, people like to know what, you know, some of these drivers, especially young kids that listen, you know, just yeah. like to get to know somebody. I mean, you know, I know you play a little bit of basketball every now and then. Just, um, you know, what's your favorite sport, actually? To watch, if you're going to sit down and watch a sport, what's your favorite sport to watch? Football, basketball, or baseball? Football, for Football? sure. Absolutely. Bears fan, I'm guessing? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, I, I uh, can't really get on the Cowboys side yet. So. Oh, come on. <laughs> you will after they win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, you've you got anybody? I know you 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 have some sponsors on that car. Um, give you a quick chance, give a shout out to some of them sponsors, and then we're gonna play the pick a winner, be a winner. And I'm gonna go into some details on that before you know we play. But um, yeah, okay. I, I I've seen a lot of uh, stuff on your car. I know you got a lot of people supporting you. Obviously, your family, you know, your dad, and working on the car. But there's some people putting up some money for you to help you out. And uh, just go ahead and um, you know throw a couple of them guys out there, uh, give them a shout out. Okay. Well, first, obviously, you said my family. Um, you see these guys chasing after me when I'm running double classes or sometimes tripling or yeah. putting fuel in the car, right. shoving me forward. I couldn't do it without them. There's no way I could do that. Right. So I got to thank them for sure. Um, Schaefer's Racing Oil, they provide me with everything I need from That's oil to stuff. lubricants, everything at no charge to me. They just they want to make sure I'm covered in I, I can't say enough about how good that stuff is. Oh, absolutely. absolutely I run it in my car. It is great stuff. Especially being on methanol. That's good stuff to have in your car. Yeah, absolutely. And then we got uh, DDA Off-Road. They've supported me for five years now. I was going to say, I, I think, think they've been with you Maybe their last now. season for me. But okay. They've been absolutely incredible paying sportsman entry fees for me and yeah. stuff like that. So. That's basically it now. No more uh, Ramsey Lake Golf Course. 
No, it's actually <laughs> I supported them. I wanted to fly oh, them in the car because yeah, my mother-in-law on the golf course. Yeah. But I mean, they they have they have always helped me out. They actually bought the fuel cell in my car and. You know, they've always been around my, my support system, right. too, so, you know, cheering me on. I was going to tell you, speaking so. of your mother-in-law, tell her hi next time you see her. Um, big All fan right, I will. Of, big, big fan of Mercedes, but. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, inside joke over there, everybody, if you're not, you know, that's a personal joke between me and Tree, but <laughs> got to go ahead and throw her a shout-out. But um, anyway, uh, you know, p- be, or pick a winner, be a winner. Um, you know how this works. You've listened to the podcast. Yeah. And Absolutely. it's going to get changed up. So you and Ellis Booth are both going to have a shot at this this week. You're going to get the Saturday drivers. And and Ellis is going to get the Sunday drivers. And uh, <coughs> I actually took two names off of each class. We are down to the top eight in each class. So hopefully this gets hit. Uh, I feel like if I keep knocking somebody out every week, you get into the top couple, three or four drivers in each class, it's going to get a hit eventually. This week it is worth $55. You know, you got a chance to draw yourself here twice, I believe, pro and super pro. So we'll see what happens. I'm going to pull the sportsman class first. I got the chips here. I'm going to shake them up, look the other way, and I'm going to pull one out, and it is going to be... Well, how about that? Our next caller, Ellis Booth in Sportsman, is your Sportsman pick. Or that's who you got to choose from. Absolutely. He's he's won two already. And we're going to go into Super Pro. Make sure we shake these up nice and good. All right. Here we go. And it is Bill Bosler. Super Pro Bill Bosler. And... I would say just about all these guys are going to be here next week because it is a big, big week. Yeah, it's a big. And you're pro. Here we go. All right, pro class will be, you know what, Jesse Fritz got him last week. Kim Niemeyer. So, Kim Niemeyer, your pro points leader. Ellis Booth, I believe, might be third in sportsman points. And Bill Bosler in Super Pro. Your choice. You pick. One of those guys win. I'm giving you $55. I'm giving that driver $55. If you don't win, next week it's $60 to whoever I have on the show. So since I'm not a conceited person, I run Super Pro and Pro. I'm probably going to go ahead. Should go ahead with Sportsman. And <laughs> I, I do not blame you at all. I've always thought to myself when I, you know, I play this game, and I'm, if I'm on the other end of this, I'm not going <laughs> to pick somebody else in a class that I'm racing because my goal is to win that day. But you know, <laughs> hey, everybody has their own opinion. They want, you know, somebody wants fifty-five dollars, and they think, you know what? If I don't, if I win, I'm, you know, I'm getting eight hundred. But if I don't win and this guy wins, at least I get something. So, you know, there's different ways to look at it. But, okay, we're going to write you down for Ellis Booth in sportsman class. Like I said, I know he'll be there. That will be Saturday, and um, Ellis will get a chance to pick um, the same uh, deal, the top eight in each class for Sunday. Listen, Jim, it's been fun talking to you. Uh, Good buddy of mine. I always enjoy talking to you, and uh, I appreciate you calling in. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, not a problem. And, and and congratulations this week on your big win, King of the Track and Super Pro. Um, I love seeing you guys have success. You know, you guys all in the Tree family, uh, we just love you. And um, I wish you well for the rest of the year, man. All right, man. I appreciate it. Yep. Take it Thank easy. Thank you. Yep, bye. All right. So good stuff there uh, with Jim Treat. 
Uh, always nice talking to Jim. Me and Jim are good friends. We play a lot of Xbox together. We have a lot of fun together um, and we give each other a hard time. But uh, uh, Jim's a good friend of mine, so I just, I'm glad that he got his win and we got to get him on the podcast. I knew I'd have a lot of fun with Jim on the on the show. So uh, we're going to go straight into our second caller. He's waiting in the wings. I think he's got some stuff to do tonight. Um, so Ellis Booth is going to be our second caller. We're going to see if we can get him on the phone. All right, second phone caller of the week for the CCD podcast, episode number six. We got Ellis Booth on the phone. Ellis, a good buddy of mine. My man, what's up, buddy? Oh, not a whole lot. Sitting here in beautiful Harristown, Illinois, just looking out over the cornfield. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. You know, I'm, I'm not too far from you. I live there in Decatur, and I know exactly where you're at, and I know exactly how many cornfields are over there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are actually farmers, aren't you? You, you probably plow a couple of them fields. Yeah, none of, none of them close to my house, but yeah, my, my folks farm. and Yeah, I knew that they, they, they had quite a bit of farmland, and you helped them out quite a bit during the off-season of racing, don't you? Or do you, Actually, this is probably as part much as of your, I can. You guys are probably getting ready to start some uh, crops here in a couple months. Or start yeah, we're plowing. kind of in a lull. Yeah, we're, we're in a lull right now. The crops are all planted. Um, the spraying's all been done. Uh, the you know, we're mowing road ditches and we're kind of going out and just scouting the fields and yep, just checking everything. And <laughs> yep, yeah, I'm kind of um, getting all the equipment prepped for harvest and, and that sort of stuff, along yeah. with maintaining our cars and doing everything like that. So. I tell you what, you guys have a busy year every year trying to keep up with racing, trying to keep up with the farming, trying to keep up with you know, your new dad, trying to keep up with the, you know, father stuff and the job stuff. It's you guys do a lot. I don't know how you do it, man. Yep. Uh, hey, you, I wouldn't want to live any other way. <laughs> I figured you'd say that. Uh, you know, hey, you got your second win in Sportsman uh, this week. And, you know, I, I, is this – is this? are you going to go for a race of champions here? I mean, I, you've got a couple zeros in there, but I feel like you're you're climbing up there. You're third in the points. You're only seven points out now. Is this – have you ever done the race of champions for Coles County at the bracket finals? Have 2017. You did. I uh, made race of champions as sportsman. Is this uh, that year? I primarily raced my white truck, and then uh, right at the end, Tony Lyons was starting to make a run, and you switched um, it out. <laughs> Adam Woodmancy let me. Uh, Adam Woodmancy let me drive Ingleben for a couple of days. His seventy-two uh, Le Mans. So how, and, what, what what would it mean to you to to be able to do that again, or is that something you even want to do again? I mean, if obviously yeah, I think it, if you got the chance, you're going to probably go for it. But you're seven points out. You got a busy schedule. You 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 know you're helping your family out. You're helping your dad out. You you guys farming. You got your brother racing the NHRA stuff. I mean, is it something? Do you think that's going to be possible that you can you know stay close enough that where you'll have a shot and and go for it? It's going to be interesting. It's going to be close, and it's going to <laughs> kind of depend on how a couple things go. Um, at the beginning of the year, I always make a list of like 10 goals that I want to do for racing. Um, <laughs> some of them are strategic goals. Some of them are mental goals. Some of them are, you know, what do I want to do? You know, where do I want to see myself in points, etc. cetera. Right. Um, on the bracket racing side this year, my, my goal was simply make the bracket finals team. Okay. Um obviously the way the season has played out i've got an opportunity to make the race of champions uh we'll, we'll see how it goes i right now i have another weekend that i'm gonna have to miss most likely and right now that's a two-day weekend oh wow so uh how mother nature treats me that weekend absolutely could be a long way towards whether i actually have a shot at the race of champions or not but you know that's 
part of it, and and that's why it wasn't a goal to start the year. Right, and and you know goals change. I I had really no goal to even go to the bracket finals, and I know I had a lot of people ask me, well, what if you were to win the race of champions? Well, I was like, okay, well, okay, now I got to think about this a little bit. <laughs> I'm not as big on that race as a lot of people, and I know that you uh, you guys are. You've been to uh california or yeah with your brother um you've actually run yes. it up at the bracket finals you guys have accomplished a lot at that place and uh, you know you always seem to do really well over there so i you know and and my deal is is you know i don't do so well over there so i don't like it i don't want to go but uh if i had a chance to um run a race of champions i think that changes you know changes changes it up a little bit uh you run it up over For there sure. in sportsman what was it two years ago or one year ago 2020 2020 so two years that was the year was that that was the year of covid wasn't it yeah it was, it was wasn't it yes yeah and and they were actually talking about moving that race to norwalk and i really didn't want to go if it was going to be at norwalk uh they moved it they kept it at uh indy and you go over there you run her up and and everybody was just hoping you know two years that would have been would that have been two years in a row because wasn't it travis that got there the year before travis was 19 and i was 20 yep that would have been an awesome way to you know you know just make an annual vacation going out to uh, california <laughs> But, uh, that yeah. would have been pretty cool. Travis has got some pretty neat stuff going on. Um, you know, he's doing some NHRA stuff that I don't necessarily know a lot about. I have talked to Blake Hooper about it. I've talked to you a little bit about it. I thought, you know what? What the hell? Why don't we just have Ellis come on the show and just talk about it himself? Because you know way more about it than I do. Uh, you know, Travis is doing something pretty special. And, and Travis is a ccd guy i don't care if he's not there every week i don't he was born and raised at this track he raced there his whole life he grew up there he knows everybody he's part of the ccd family whether somebody says he is or isn't he lives in indianapolis okay but he will still drive to ccd and i would assume he's probably going to be there uh for the easton memorial weekend but i don't know that maybe you can uh He'll be there for sure yeah and, and and you know what that's the kind of guy travis is he's gonna you know come and race at charleston when he can because that technically is his home track um he has missed you know he's been there a couple times this year he don't run points for us but i still consider travis part of the ccd family and he's doing something pretty special well, over nhra you know when travis went to pomona in 2019 he he came to ccd and qualified for the team at ccd correct so when he represented out there it was with team ccd and Absolutely. that was pretty cool yes. you know, like you said for all the reasons home track grew up there mm -hmm. etc so yeah, and, and he's he's currently running um, a class in, in HRA right now. Um, I believe he's in the Division Three and some other. Um, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. You can sum this up way better than I can. But for those that don't yeah. know, Travis has got a legitimate shot to do something pretty special this year. Absolutely. So um, what we're what we're doing and what we've done, kind of, you've seen Dad's Pinto out running about. Um, it's got w stock on the window it's a w stick car uh -huh. um, my family's been involved in the stock eliminator class in in division three and kind of around the general area since 1994 when my uncle got started um in in the class and we started running with dad in 2001 it was stock eliminator and that that meant an annual trip every year to the u.s nationals at indy and travis and i really got kind of baptized into it just by being there all the time and right. you know growing up at ccd and then growing up every labor day weekend going to going to indy and being in the stock eliminator pits being up there in right. the staging lanes doing the stock eliminator stuff and so 
um, you know, that's always been kind of a long-term goal of ours was to return to stock eliminator racing. And, and it started to become a reality in the last two, three years for both of us. And, uh, yeah, Travis at the end of last year really started to kind of turn a corner and click it on. He's racing that, uh, the gray car, the gray Mustang, 89 yeah. Mustang GT runs an O stock automatic. Um, it was our bracket car from 07 to 2013. And then at the end of the 2013 season, we pulled the engine, took it over to Tim Wilkerson's shop, got got the engine gone through, and and did it as a fully dedicated stock eliminator build. That's awesome. And um, yeah. he's been racing that car for the last two years. And right at the end of last year, last divisional of the year, he made it to the semifinals down at St. Louis. Um, he clicked it 15 red there in the semis at St. Louis at the divisional. Um, but that really got the ball rolling to kind of a special special start to the season here. Uh, you guys that have been at CCD know when he brought the car down to Coles. Yeah. He won the blind squirrel. He won the Friday night, uh, no box side of the Friday night race before bowing out to Austin Romine in the runoff between box and no box. Yeah. Um, at the double, double nickel deal. Um, and then coming out of that, we went to Indianapolis for a divisional race and he and I raced at six cars. And oh. He he put me on the trailer, and then he he mowed him down all the way to the finals, where he uh, he lost a double breakout affair um, to a guy named T.C. Morris out of Kentucky, a good, real good dude. Drives a 0504 GTO, um, neat car, and a real real neat family. One of those one of those longtime campaigning families in the NHRA stock eliminator uh, class and. Um, okay. Anyway, Travis runnered up there at Indy and then, then go to Norwalk a couple weeks later and, and finds his way to the final round again where he has to race one of our pretty good buddies, Steve DeJourney. Um Steve's another younger guy. He's a 20 or 30-something out of Michigan, drives a Dodge Dakota pickup truck. I think it's like an O2, um, but don't quote me on that. It's, it's in that range. Mm -hmm. um, used to be his grandma's truck, I believe. And uh, at Indy, in qualifying, he actually broke the broke the transmission case on it and travis and i uh, him and his buddy went to went to ohio to pick up a spare transmission and met met somebody halfway with the transmission came back got back to the track there at indy and they were under the truck getting it put back in travis and i happened to ride by on the golf cart we ended up over at their pit till 1 a.m getting the transmission in and getting his truck running and amazing how many you know, stories so meet up you with him. like that when you're drag racing <laughs> it's always helping other yeah people for sure and it's these late nights of underneath somebody else's car and it, and that's just awesome because that's just the way of drag racing is i mean it's a family deal you know you see somebody having well, trouble that, that, that night was help. that night was really cool too because stock eliminator it's a lot of a lot of people who've been around it for a long time. It's it's a lot of people who are in their in their fifties, sixties, seventies. There's even right, some eighty eighty right. somethings out there running. Mm -hmm. um, so there's not a whole lot of 20, 20 and thirty somethings. But when we were all under that truck, it was four twenty and thirty something year olds just <laughs> trying then, to get it done. And, then and fifty year old like guys are over cool. there saying, ah, "We don't miss that stuff." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's no joke. Yeah. Um, but Ellis, but no, it was pretty are, cool. And then to get a meet up with him in the final up in Norwalk, and Travis to turn on the wind light and, yeah, and uh, that is realize cool. a dream. Um, you know, winning a divisional—that's something my family hasn't done. We've we've been to final rounds, we've been to semifinal rounds, um, but 
but we'd never turned on the last wind light at a divisional race. Yeah. So and, and for actually, Travis to kind of carry the torch. And, and cool. they go by a weird kind of a, you know, best five races, I believe, isn't it, on your points situation? Yeah. So he's got two pretty good ones right there off the bat with a final and a win. And I would imagine, I mean, looking at it, he's probably leading, um, you know, the points, I would assume. Correct? Yeah, so in Division Three, we've only had the two divisionals. You can claim races from out of your division. So, like, I've been to three races so far this year. I didn't go to Norwalk, but I did go to two races down south. So okay. I've got three claims. Travis has two. Um, some other people in the top ten have been other places. But in general, in Division Three, um, most people only have two claims, maybe three claims. Okay. And, yeah, even even though some people have up to four claims, Travis is, is on top of the pack. That is awesome. And, and I mean... For those of you who don't know, I mean, what what that would mean for Travis to do that—that's that's a lot of recognition. You win, you know, you go on and win a championship and something like that. You're gonna have people knocking at your door, and and they're gonna be wanting you to race for them or put their stickers on your car or give you some money. I mean, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, Travis is a pretty likable dude too. So uh, yeah, that obviously matters. Right, obviously, yeah. Travis is a really, really likable guy. Um, I think it's awesome. Like I said, I don't really know a lot about it i mean me and you talked about this a little bit earlier i'm just not that into nhra stuff just because i don't know much about it if i was to sit down and start getting into it i'd probably know a little bit more and pay a little more attention but i i mean this is something that you know i've known about for a couple weeks i haven't really talked about it because i wanted it you know somebody that knew a little bit more about it to come on here and and you summed it up pretty well and for those you know that didn't really know about it or you know wanted a little bit more information you know who better than that you know obviously travis would have been nice to you know talk to him but you know he's i does he work second shifts i does he still work second he, shifts he just works a lot of hours he, yeah he works I, days, I, I was but, gonna say it's, it's sometimes hard to get a hold of weird. travis and and, and yes. with you getting a win this week in sportsman i thought you know this is a good idea to have Ellis, come on here. We'll talk a little bit about, you know, Ellis's win and how special it is that you're sitting there in, you know, third point or third place in the uh, the uh, sportsman points and, and, you know, sum up a little bit about your brother. I mean, I think it's pretty cool. You guys are all, you know, it's a family deal, a family affair. You guys, the booths, all in the, you know, stock eliminator. And, and you know, your dad, you know, had you guys in juniors when you were a kid. You've been doing it for a long time. And it's just awesome. You guys are some of the best people that anybody could ever meet. If you don't know that booths, go talk to them for 20 minutes, and you're going to walk away with a smile on your face. I mean, <laughs> you guys are just that awesome, in my opinion. As a matter of fact, me and you actually used to be related in, in a way or not, I believe, um, you know, through some yep, family yeah. marriage stuff. But I've, So I've known you for quite a bit longer. But, you know, a lot of people, they, you know, this is a good chance to get, you know, some, you know, people to get to know a little bit about you and, and what you're doing outside of Coles County. And, you know, you guys do a lot of the NHRA stuff and and i just was excited to get on here and listen to you talk a little bit about that and explain to people and you know what travis is doing right now is pretty freaking awesome uh you, i mean as far as other stuff and racing i mean do you if you're not racing you got any other hobbies that you like to go out and do i mean what's let's tell us a little something about ellis you got any other hobbies okay you like to so go do? um when i get off this phone call i've got a uh Sand volleyball game at oh, wow. that uh, one of the fun. bars here in Decatur. So that's, <laughs> Which that's bar? one of the things I do on the side. Ten buck two. I knew it. Yep. <laughs> that's the only bar I can think of that had the beach volleyball. That's cool. That's awesome. Yep. So I play I play a lot of sand volleyball. My wife and I go to a lot of sports over at Illinois. Um, yeah. We have season tickets to the volleyball and Former basketball. Alumni, and football. Aren't you? you know, that's where I went to school. Yeah, so. that's what I thought. 
Um, let's see, but if there was a hidden talent, I mean, I, I play a lot of sports and that sort of stuff, but if there was a hidden talent, you know, like Rob Fisher saying he can play the drums. Yeah, or, so we just got um, Trent, Jim Treat's hidden talent while ago, and I believe he just, okay. he got, he said, uh, playing the drums and the guitar. So what would be your All right, talent? well. We've got a we've got a band forming then because um, <laughs> I was an all state musician. Really, my, my senior year of high school, I was an all state bass in choir. Well, there you go. That's so, something I did not know about Ellis Booth, and some people probably didn't. So there's we le- we're learning stuff on the CCD podcast. I had no idea, and I didn't know Fisher played the drums. When he told me that, I'm just trying to picture just Fisher just wailing on some <laughs> drums. <laughs> I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> But yeah, so that's that's cool. And what I mean, you're into music. What what would be your favorite music? What do you listen to when you're going down the road? Everything. Everything. I have, okay, let me ask you this: might, If you're going okay. to the racetrack and you're trying to get your head right, get you get get zoned in, what do you got on your radio? If there's one one song, one absolute song, um, when I made it down to four cars at the Eastern Conference Finals in Bristol in 2005 and Junior Dragsters. I had just bought Van Halen's Greatest Hits album. Oh, Van Halen. And I was listening to it on the way to Bristol, which is a long drive. Yes, it is. And I zeroed in on this one song right now. (laughs) So if there was one song that is get me right, get me in the zone, it's right Right now. Right now. Awesome. Awesome. By Van Halen. And and you'll never guess, but whenever I was getting ready to put my helmet on uh, to pull up to stage against Chad Isley in the semifinals this weekend... What was playing on the PA? Are you right kidding now. me? Are you wow? No kidding! Wow, that's that's crazy. That's awesome. I I mean I go I switch it up. I I mean there's times where I just want to listen to some calm music. Just you know, just calm myself down before I get there because I get amped up when I go to the racetrack. I, if I if I blare some Metallica or something, I'm going into the track <laughs> ready to punch somebody. <laughs> I'm just so fired <laughs> up. But I, I I switch it up a lot. I I like to you know go with some calm music or you know, some 90s grudge or, you know, some country. But, yeah, I, I've always wondered that. You know, some people, they really get into that pre-ritual music when they're on the way to the track. They're cranking the radio up. They don't want to be talked to. They just want to get zoned in. And, you know, that's I, 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 something I meant to ask a lot of people. So I figured I'd ask you why we're talking about music. Uh, before yeah, we so do I the, think – Yeah, go ahead. I think when I pulled in the gate Saturday, the, it was one, a George Strait song of some sort playing <laughs> on the radio I love whenever, I, whenever I came in the gate. <laughs> That's one of my favorites, George Strait. I like doing a little uh, George Strait when I do my guitar. I play my guitar. I like covering some George Strait. Um, so. so real quick before we move on to the next spot, um, yeah. we've talked a lot about Travis here, but there's a lot of other Coles County guys in the NHRA side of thing that are actually doing making some noise, and I want to make sure that they get a little bit of recognition. Yeah, absolutely. Is that cool? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. I believe you said something about this logo, and I completely forgot. I got a whole list of notes here, yeah. and I just go through them, and then <laughs> I forgot to write it down. But, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're here to talk about CCD people and, and racers and everything going on. So, uh, for sure. I mean, if there's somebody so, out there doing some big things, we want to hear about it. So, yeah. So, um, the, the Travis is leading the Division Three points for 2022. Um, and, and there's some other guys in the 2022 points that are doing pretty well, too. David Billingsley, you all know Jay. Absolutely. Uh, David's a lo- an old-time Coles County guy that's kind of been running the NHRA stuff for quite a while now. Dave's actually that. leading comp eliminator I did not um, right that. now. He had a little little bit of misfortune uh, at Norwalk this week, had a had an accident. Um, Warren Evans shared a video of that oh, on his Facebook. Oh, yes. But, okay. Uh-huh. 
Um, so really I'm not sure what's going on with the car. I'm not sure. I think David's okay. Uh, everything I've heard is that Dave's doing okay. Is David um, the one that came to I, CCD last year during a big money race and just like out of nowhere, nobody even was like, wait, who is this guy? And it, and it ended up getting like, I'm down not the sure. Street. I was thinking he ended up winning a big money race or something. And everybody's like, maybe it wasn't a big money race. It might've just been a regular race. And I was like, wait, who is this? And then everybody's like, it's Jay <laughs> Billingsley's relation. I'm like, oh my God, this whole family knows how to race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not 100% sure. I must not have been there that weekend, but um, but it's possible. Yeah. Um, so in, in Superstock, Larry Hodge is actually sitting oh, in yeah, um, Larry Hodge. second place. You know, he's a former track Absolutely. champion there at Coles. I Absolutely. think 94 Pro Class mm -hmm. driving uh, the car that Corey Butler is driving. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I do know Larry Hodge, and I remember that car. It was red, wasn't it? Or is that the one he's racing now? I think now? it's always been the blue. Oh, I think it's always okay, been the okay. blue. Um, the, you know, the car that he ran to the track championship, I believe, was the car that's now the Hardcore Regal. Okay, so what's the car he's in now? Is it red? It's a red It's a red um, Monte Carlo, Monte Carlo. That's thing. What, okay, I can't so remember that's if it's a I'm Monte picturing. Carlo or a Buick. Or, yeah, that's the one I'm Yeah, picturing. it's a wheel standard. huge wheel standard. Yeah. Really pretty cool car. Yep. Yeah, just a neat car. I remember him coming to Coles um, County a couple times, and I, I loved watching him take off. He throws the wheel way up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a neat car, and it does that all the time. Larry's a heck of a driver. Yeah. Um, and he's got the CCD roots, of course. And in stock, we've talked about Travis. Uh -huh. um, I'm sitting in third place in points in stock eliminator myself. In the uh, the uh, Ranger, right? You got a Ranger you're In the 91 Ranger W stock automatic car. Awesome. So not exactly a primary uh, <laughs> divisional event type car for most people. But. Right. But then in top dragster, we, we recognize this young man at the banquet this year. Uh, he won the national championship last year, and he's come out, and he's won the first two Division three events this year. Blake Peebler, oh, okay. uh, his dad, Al, used to race down at Coles County all yes. the time when I was growing up. I know that name. Um, they're out of Olney, Illinois, and uh, they're both having a pretty good season. But Blake's leading the leading the division in top dragster again and got himself a pretty good start to a to a good season. So I wanted to make sure that those guys all got a little bit of airtime. Pretty awesome, uh, you know. CCD roots going on and doing big things in NHRA. We love seeing it. We love seeing them down at CCD. But you know what? If you can better yourself and you have more fun doing other places and and doing the big stuff with the NHRA, I can't say I blame you. I like I said, I don't know a lot about it. I've just been a bracket racer at heart at CCD mostly. I do travel a little bit, but I mean, honestly, if I went and won, you know, bracket finals, it would mean a lot more to me than what I lead on. And I think it's pretty cool what's going on over there at the NHRA with some of these guys that, you know, grew up at CCD. Um, before we go into the game, um, I'm going to go over some things with you on that situation. But is there just anybody, you know, I don't know if you run sponsors or, um, you know, just anybody in general you want to thank. I mean, you got your second win this week. You're having a good year. You know, you've you've always been a tough competitor down at CCD. And, I, you know, I know that your family helps you a lot, but I didn't know if there's anybody else involved in your guys' racing operation that you want to give a shout-out to. Well, I know your sister. i got to throw your sister a shout-out. She's doing some uh, big checks for the Eastern Memorial Race. And I'll probably see if we can get her on next week to talk about that. I don't know if she will. I know she grew up with Robbie. And, um, oh, yeah, she she'll have, have stories, stories about Robbie. Yeah. So, um, you know, just your whole family. I just can't say enough about you guys but um as far as anybody else it just you know be, give you a chance to give a shout out to or say thanks to for you know all the years that you guys have put in down there at the track for you know had anybody else helping you out sure so um first and foremost i've got to thank travis he's let me beat on his car while he's kind of <laughs> building a house and not not racing as much so right. i appreciate him um and then um 
Well, I mean, the guys at Coles County growing up watching Robbie East and Chad Isley, Andy Romine, um, yeah. all those guys do battle week in, week out. I mean, Ron Hill, Tony Hill, the whole clan, <laughs> yeah. everybody sitting down there at the finish line on and Ro- Romine's trailer, right. watching racing, watching, learning, talking, getting to know everything better. I mean, being able to call Robbie up and run an idea by him and have him give me criticism or, right. or critique or, or pointers. I mean, there's just nothing that compares to having some sort of mentor right and, and i've had several good ones in the coles county family over the years absolutely um, as far as companies that helped me get there um larry hodge he's always able to get me tires pretty much when i need them um i just have to send him a text and he gets them gets them in for me and uh, makes sure we're always in tires on the cars and mm-hmm. we have a lot of cars so that's a lot yeah. of tires yeah um uh, I mean, the Billingsleys, you know, when it comes to mounting and balancing tires, I have always been able to go go to them um, and get get the stuff done. I think they've moved out of the uh, moved out of the auto repair business. Yeah, I was just about to now, say, wait but, a second, because I just talked to Jay a couple weeks ago. And he's like, yeah, we don't do that anymore. I'm like, oh, because I was trying no, to get some tires still, mounted. I was still like, wanted oh. to give them. Yeah, absolutely. Still wanted to give them a little shout out because over the years they've helped tremendously and, and been they, able to get me out of a few spots where I couldn't, couldn't they, get it they done do in time a lot and they were able for, to work me in. They do a lot for CCD and, and I appreciate them guys. They're really good people. And I, I mean, I use their car washes about every week. I live not too far from one and I they got great car washes. But I, I, oh, I yeah. personally, I didn't know the Billingsleys that well. Last year was really the first time I got to know them. And Jay, and it, I mean... He's one of the nicest guys down there. He, he's just always got a smile, really on his face, or a smile on his face. He'll, you know, come up and talk to you. He's just one of the nicest dudes ever. So, yeah, that's awesome. And then I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Blake. Blake and his dad, uh, Jim, you know, over the over the years as well, the Hooper family. Yes, they've, absolutely. They've been there for us. They've helped us out. You know, it, it's a reciprocal relationship. <laughs> right. Blake's always there to, to keep my mind kind of. Yeah off of some of the more serious stuff or right. or to get my mind right whenever I need it. And right. He just got an uncanny way of getting me in the right spot a lot of times. So um, <laughs> yep. I've got to thank them. And they've let me drive their cars over the year. I drove Jim's car once and yeah. drove Blake's car a couple times. And right. I've had a lot of good people. Ed Buckles let me drive his car a whole bunch the oh, last yeah. several years. Yes. Just a lot of people have helped me along the way. and. This stuff isn't isn't doable without the family, my wife, my kid, my my family, and yes. and the racing family, the people that have helped me along. It makes way, a big so. difference when you got somebody beside your side that supports you and lets you do it. I mean, I can't say enough about my old lady and, and the fact that she puts up with it and she goes every week and supports what you know what I love to do. And it wouldn't it just wouldn't even be no fun if she wasn't involved with it. And it, it does make a big difference. So, for sure. All right, man. Uh, so here's the deal. I knocked two drivers out of the pick a winner, be a winner. It is now the top eight. We're going to try to get this to get hit. So we're going to have two chances this week. Um, Jim Treat had a chance earlier. He's getting Saturday's race. He chose his choices were um, Kim Niemeyer and Pro. Again, we had Kim twice now. Um, he had. Okay, who did he have in Super Pro? Uh, I'm trying to remember who he had in Super Pro. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but here was his sportsman driver, Ellis Booth. <laughs> so okay. here you go. If you were to win yourself, 
you're getting $55. So that kind of makes it a little bit sweeter for you because you get to play the game and you could actually end up getting yourself again and win another 55 and then another 55. So this is a pretty interesting deal. I'm not sure if you're going to get yourself, but I will say this. I, I took top eight out of each one and put them in a, I put yours in pro. You're a ninth in pro. You're the ninth name down the list. I threw that in there because I think it's neat for somebody to have a chance to draw themselves in this. I, <laughs> I went with top eight every everywhere else, but I put nine in for the pro category. So you will be in there. So we are going to start out with, uh, what do I got here? We got sportswear. I'm going to shake these up real good. And I'm going to draw a name. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, this gets hit this week. It's worth $55. So here we go. First name out is it is Caleb K. Wood. He was actually one of the options last week for Jesse Fritz, and he did get into the final. So Caleb K. Wood and Sportsman. All right, we're going to move on to Super Pro. Shake these up. I feel like I don't shake these up enough because I keep drawing the same names, but I swear I'm going through these as much as I can. <laughs> All right, we are in the... Well, I tell you what, this is weird because this is who his option was in Super Pro earlier. Uh, Bill Bosler. You got Bill Bosler okay. and Caleb K. Wood, and that's who Jim Treat's name was now that I've seen it ring a bell. So maybe I am not shaking these up. <laughs> I, I, I swear I am. I'm shaking these things up as much as I possibly can. All right. In the pro class, you are going to get Austin Romine. Now that's a tough one. That's 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 very well capable. And I tell you what, when it comes to big money racing, which actually Sunday pro class is not big money. So, um, but he is yeah, but solid. He'll still be zoned in. He'll be he'll be going after the super pro money that day. I bet. Oh yeah, for he'll sure. Run, he'll run pro as well. So so you got um, Bill Bosler in super think, pro, Caleb K Wood in sportsman, and Austin Romine in pro. Well, let me let me kind of reason through it with you. Okay. Caleb Caleb was really close in the final. He he was very very much uh, he he turned it a little bit red, I but see. the yep. car was there and he was he was there and that was going to be a good race if if he kept it green. Absolutely, um, I was looking at the so results. Caleb's nobody to take lightly. Yeah, no, absolutely um, not. He's... I believe I heard on the PA that Bosler is putting up extra money for juniors. Oh, that was for the Hooper week. So I bet Bosler might still be there this weekend. I feel like uh, he will. It's a, it's a big week. I mean, he's he he made a comment. I mean, well, he's obviously, you know, I, I would almost bet he's going to be there for Super Pro on I, Sunday. I, I agree. Because that's I, I was, the big money. I was remembering something. I was remembering something Olin mentioned on the PA about the extra money, but that was for the Hooper race for juniors. So okay. I, I kind of strike that. So it's um, Bosler and and then Austin. Um, that's tough. It is tough. <laughs> and there's but, some I mean, when you're some... talking the top eight in points, it's, yeah, it's going to yeah, be tough. Absolutely, and it's going to get even tougher if if this doesn't get hit this weekend. We're going to go top seven, maybe top six. I mean, hopefully this gets hit eventually. <laughs> I mean. I, I like the fact that it keeps building up and, and it, you know, it gives somebody a chance to win just a little bit of extra money every week. But it's also like, man, sure. is, is somebody ever going to hit this? <laughs> well, given the options and given what I believe, 
is most likely to happen as far as drivers showing up and this and that, I think I'm going to go with Austin. Austin. I already had his name written down for you. No, I'm joking. Um, I, yeah, <laughs> Austin Romine, that's a good one. I, I mean, I don't know if Austin's had – I don't know if anybody's had that option yet. But I tell you what, Austin is, you know, he wins a lot. <laughs> he's going to be down at US 41 this week, and it wouldn't surprise me if he don't walk away with one of the big checks over there. I mean, he's just that good. And when it comes to – I mean, he gets it done in Super Pro. He gets it done in Pro. He just seems to always be there when it matters. And uh, he gets it done in the Monza. He gets it absolutely, done in the, in the absolutely Grandpa's car. That's a good question. Wonder what? Wonder which car he'll be out there in next week. I feel like he drives the stripe. I think I think he feels more comfortable in the Monza driving the stripe. Uh, but I think he's just overall more comfortable in his car as far as he just raced it a lot more. But uh, we'll see. Um, but Austin Romine in Pro is going to be your pick and then your uh you are Jim Treat's pick in sportsman for Saturday. So, hey, you know, it might start off just right for you and you know, you could end up winning sportsman. You get the paycheck for that plus you're going to get 50 $55 from me and then, you know, Treat's going to get $55 and then who knows, you might get another 55 on Sunday if Austin wins pro class. So, uh good sure. stuff there, man. Um I can't thank you enough uh for taking time out of your day to do this. I know you got to go out and get to your beach volleyball game, so um, I'm, I'm jealous. I'm sitting over here in a semi right now and stuck in a parking lot. So <laughs> I'd love to be out playing some beach volleyball. I ain't done that since my uh, college days. I didn't go to college, but I, I sure acted like I did. <laughs> I lived over <laughs> there, and um, I'm sure you know exactly which apartments it was. It was Indigo Place over in Savoy. I don't know if you know yep. where that was at. That's I lived there for like four years or three years, and I, I sure acted like I went to college. <laughs> I had some beach volleyball moments. Yeah, oh yeah. So I, you know, hey, I wish you the best of luck next week, the rest of the season. I appreciate you calling in, and uh, good luck with the game. Um, we'll see you down there at the track, and I can't say enough about um, you know everything you've done to help out with promoting the Robbie Easton weekend and everything that, you know, that you're involved with. And uh, we'll try to get you on here next week. Cause I know you got some good stories for uh, about Robbie. Absolutely. Sounds good. Rusty. Appreciate everything. Uh, not a problem. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Great stuff there. Alice Booth can't say enough about that guy. I uh, appreciate him calling in. We're going to go ahead and get into the points real quick. I told you guys I'm going to try to keep this under an hour and 15 minutes. I don't know if I'm going to be able to or not. Um, but it was an awesome show, and I'm so glad them guys got to call in and talk and, and you know talk about their success. Um, obviously, Ellis's brother's success. He talked about that and um, just good stuff there. So, Junior drags your points. Tucker Mack held, held on to it this week. Um, actually, Jesse Fritz lost a point to Tucker. So, uh, Tucker Max got 52. Jesse Fritz with 40. Uh, Kennedy Arnold, uh, 37. Wyatt Scales moved up the ladder a little bit, gained two points on Tucker. She is in uh, tied with third with 37. Um, Adeline Beal with uh, 36. And then Jace Willenberg, the big mover this week, gets a win and moves up, and he is now tied with fifth. He's got 36. Tied with Max Scott, also having a good year, 36. Mia Scales in eighth. Cruz Lee got his first win this week in the Conti race. Um, Austin Jodd Cruz Lee, he's in ninth place with 33. Tied with Trevin Cummins to round out the top 10. 
Sportsman class, Katrina Murphy hanging on uh, by a thread. She's got three-point lead over Chad Isley. Ellis Booth moving up. He's in third place. He's only seven points out of first place. Uh, we talked to him and uh, possibly a shot at a race of champions. Uh, maybe need a little help from the uh, rain gods. Maybe uh, rain man Rob Fisher can uh, help Ellis out the weekend that he's going to miss. Uh, he would like to race race of champions. But, uh, you know, we'll just see how it works out. Um, he is in third place with 52 points behind him. Jesse Fritz, the rookie. Um, not, a, not a bad day for Jesse. Seven-point day for Jesse in sports when he's got 49. David Lyons. Um, he ended up with six points this week, uh, 45 points for him right behind him. Caleb K. Woods having a pretty good year. He is uh, top six right now. He's 44 points just ahead of TJ Evans with 37. Uh, Larry Lyons in eighth with 36. Clayton or Holden English uh, still hanging on to the top 10, even though Holden's not been there in, uh, I think, four point races. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, he's got 35 points and rounding out top 10. Clayton Patrick with 32. Laris Motorsports Insurance Super Pro Class. Corey Butler uh, pulled ahead of Denny Katz a little bit this week. Um, got a couple points on Denny. Denny was starting to close the door a little bit, um, close the gap. Uh, but Corey's still up there in first place. 67 points, uh, 61 for Denny Katz in second. Third place, Bob Paul, 53. Jay Billingsley, not there this week, 46. Uh, Jim Treat with the big win. Moved up to uh, tie Jay Billingsley in fourth place with 46 points. Doug Patrick in sixth. He's got 35. Uh, Bill Bosler, uh, there again this week. Uh, wasn't there last week, but, you know, he has a pretty solid running every time he shows up. Seven points this week from Bill. He's uh, up there in seventh place with 35. Austin Romine in eighth. He's tied with John Smiley. They both have 32 points. And then rounding after top ten, you got Jim Falby and Sarah Weaver both tied with 31. On to the pro class. Kim Niemeyer. Uh, still holding on to first place. You got a five lead, five point lead over myself, Rusty Hill. So Kim Niemeyer with 67, Rusty Hill 62. Max Lane is having an awesome year. He is one point out of second place, right behind me, and he is just climbing the ladder. He won a couple weeks ago. Um, I believe he might have got runner up a couple weeks ago, and then won again. I I don't know. The dude's insane. He's on a mission. Uh, Max Lane is a four time pro champion, so he's no stranger to this. Um, he's been there several times, uh, and, and he looks to be having one of them years this year. So Max Lane with 61 points in third place. Jim Chittick having a really good year um, himself. Uh, you know, I've talked about Jim. Jim's a good friend of mine. Um, nice to see him doing good. It built up a little confidence. He's sitting there in fourth place with 59 points right in front of Jim Treat with 56. Ron Hill in sixth place with 54. Austin Romine with 49. Tied with Bill Lyons. Both of them guys with 49 points. Ellis V. Booth in ninth place and rounding out the top 10. Chad Isley and Gail Cook are both tied with 41. All right, so we ran a little bit over my time. I said at the beginning, maybe hopefully an hour 15. We're a couple minutes past that. Um, you know, just a quick shout out. Uh, sh you know, standout drivers of the week, obviously Jim Treat. Um, he was killer in the in the king of the track runoff. He was 28 total. Um, Max was actually mathematically eliminated um, from the hit. I think Max was 39 up front, and then, you know, Treat's 28 total. Um, you know, Cruz Lee got to throw him in there as a standout driver of the week. Jace Willenberg, awesome job. Max Scott, I'm throwing you in there. Um, Wyatt Scales, Kinsley, Lee. Um, quick eight, Denny Katz got the win. I don't know if I talked about that or not. Um, 
yeah, so uh, Denny Katz just running away with the quick eight points. Uh, you know, he's just – I think he's won two of them already. Um, but, yeah, pro class Max Lane, hes he might be my driver of the month the way he's racing. Jim Chittick, I want to shout out to you. Um, Ellis Booth and Sportsman. Caleb Kaywood, I love seeing this kid do uh, have success. He's one of them, you know, it kind of reminds me of Jim Treat. I remember Jim Treat, you know, first coming into the sport and nobody really, you know – knew exactly who he was and all of a sudden he started winning rounds and winning rounds now look at jim tree he's a pro champion he's a sportsman champion he's moving his way up he's he's winning races in super pro class now um so and then tim weaver uh big shout out to tim weaver uh running up this week in super pro in sarah's car um and had a i i'm pretty sure tim had a blast i talked to tim a little bit after the races and he just seemed like you know he just had a good time this weekend so awesome job there's my standout drivers of the week and we are going to wrap it up with that um i've said before if you guys want to shout out on the podcast we'll keep things rolling with the tribute um yeah so we're gonna do something a little different i mean somebody you guys might have watched the live deal that i tried to do earlier and it didn't work out so well nobody got the trivia question um other than my mom and she completely cheated so we're not counting that she was gonna actually donate the money anyway for next week uh so not a big deal but we're not gonna wait till next week i'm gonna post this um uh, podcast tonight but i'm actually going to uh it won't actually be up until uh tuesday but um, I'm going to go ahead and post a tribute question on the CCD uh, Facebook page, uh, CCD podcast Facebook page. And that might be how we start doing this uh, on a weekly basis because the live deal just didn't work out that well. Um, although not a lot of people knew the answer. I don't know if anybody knew the answer without going and trying to look it up. Uh, so we might get a little bit easier questions and I might be able to get some people to call in and do it. But um, yeah, so that is it for this weekend. We appreciate y'all. Y'all keep uh, clicking away on that like button, subscribe button and share button. Let's get this thing out there uh, and keep it going. Appreciate y'all.